Hello, this is Brian Foster. Today I'm talking about Spiritism. Before I begin, let's have a short prayer. Dear Jesus, please give us the strength to be a beacon of light and be an example of our moral authority to stand up to the petty bureaucrats and the, the tyrants and the, the faceless people who tell us what to do without really thinking, just following orders. Let us learn when to bend when we have to, but and have patience so that when we show that we have been correct all the time, we are very caring and easy and nice to the people and kind of explain to them how they could have known better too. Amen. So today we are going over questions and answers about Spiritism. And before I begin, if you have any questions and you want to read more about Spiritism, I would say download the Spirit's book. You can see this on the picture Spirit's book. Uh, this is also the Medium's book and the Gospel According to Spiritism and some other books that you can get free by just typing in Alan Kardec space PDF and you'll find a place to download those PDFs. I would recommend first you get an overview of Spiritism by downloading my book Spiritism 101, The Third Revelation on my blog site nwspiritism.com. It is also available on, in French for free on PDF. And if you'd like, it's available on Kindle for 99 cents, paperback, and in audible format. So if you have a question, please put it in the comment section, and I'll answer right away. Also, if you are watching this after it's live, put your question in the comment section. YouTube tells me when I get comments. I will see if you have a question. I will write it down, and I'll post it uh, into my list, which I have right now and I will answer that question. So right now I'll start with the questions I've had from other people so that we can, um, we can review these things and we can commence. Oh, what did I do? There we go. Okay, the first question, what is a planet of atonement? Well, planet of atonement, which I have referred to in uh, many videos and in my books and articles, is where we are now. And the word atonement means to pay back for some past wrong. And that's what we are doing. That's, that is our status at this moment. We are on this earth, which is called a planet of atonement. It's one step up from a primitive planet. And we are now going to, at this stage, beginning of the year 2000, we begin the preparatory phase to become a planet of regeneration. I'll go through that in the next questions. So in this planet of atonement, you go through life and you have trials and tribulations that most probably those are who are listening or uh, reading my articles and my books, you've planned for yourself in order to change and modify your character and personality for the better that's why we're here is to improve ourselves why do we need to improve ourselves because in the spirit world thought is action and your thoughts have great power spirits uh, congregate to create temples mountains rivers lakes whole planets very high spirits can do that jesus christ was one of those and we can create our own house if if we wish so there are many things that we have the power to do, but first we must have the power to control our minds. So that is what a planet of atonement is. It also explains why you see that, you know, good people sometimes have, you know, tough lives and bad people sometimes get seemingly rewarded really well 
well that's you have to look at that from a from a uh, a a point of view over many, many lives it's not going to happen uh for too long <laughs> okay net the next question is what are the levels of planets and this is covered in the book the gospel according to spiritism by Alan Kardec in chapter three and there's an explanation of different worlds that spirits will inhabit during their long trek toward purification so the first planet is the primitive world we've all been there it's intended for the first incarnations of the human soul the beings that inhabit them are to a certain extent rudimentary they have the human form but are devoid of any beauty their instincts are not tempered by any sentiment of refinement or benevolence or by any notions of right or wrong brute force is the only law with no industry or inventions they spend life in the conquest of food so it's the law of the jungle in a primitive world that's where that's where we reinforce a lot of our primitive emotions hate envy pride you know just you know, take what we want to take and of course now as we become more mature we have to just like children as they as they go up in in age they have to get rid of their the complete selfish behavior and become you know become more civilized we too have to do that it's not easy okay number two the world of trial and expiation of course that is also called a planet of atonement you, you can substitute one for the other you are living on this world there is more evil present than good and now you know why life is not easy because it's not supposed to be why you are reincarnated on this planet earth it's a campus we are a campus who are who's on the planet earth right now with us well spirits from primitive worlds they're on earth for an education a chance to develop themselves through contact with more advanced spirits now we've been a planet of atonement for a long time so we still have some people coming from primitive worlds and you can see that those are the the criminals and the ones that cannot control themselves you'll see them a lot some of them are very nice people but a lot of them have no control over their emotions they do not have not learned to listen to their conscience number two the second group of people that are on the earth semi-civilized spirits spirits that are indigenous to earth who evolved little by little through long centennial periods number three spirits who undergo undergoing trials from other planets these spirits have already lived on other worlds from which they were banished because they persisted in evil and because they were a cause of disturbance to the good inhabitants they've been regulated to living for a time among less advanced spirits and since they carry with them their developed intelligence and the seed of acquired knowledge they have the mission of helping them advance that is why punny spirits are found in the midst of the most intelligent peoples having more sensitivity the miseries of life are bitter to them because sufferings bruise them more deeply than they bruise the primitive peoples whose moral sense is more obtuse and you'll find a lot of people who are like alcoholics or addicted because they cannot stand the chaos and the brutality of this world although they deserve to be here because they did not respond to the civilized atmosphere of their more advanced planet no one is ever condemned forever in a type of purgatory there's always second chances and if you don't learn and you don't you know you don't graduate just because you've given a certain set number of lives you until you don't you don't ascend until you are ready till you've proven yourself morally and intellectually ready to ascend okay where are we going to now where is the earth going to 
we are going to be a regenerative world. This has started. It's really going to start in around 20, in the mid-2050s. And this is where souls still have something to expiate, which is pay off the debt of a past wrong. But not much. You may absorb new strength by resting from the fatigue of struggle. There is still some evil, but much reduced. The good outweighs the evil. Consequently, there is no motive for hatred or discord. The foresight of their future, which is intuitive in the peoples of this world, and the sense of security resulting from a conscience, void of remorse, cause them to look forward to death without fear, as simply being a process of transformation, the approach of which they perceive without the slightest uneasiness. We will also have been told that we are, will grow in our capacity, our brain capacity will grow, we will, we will have a lot more uh, attributes that we will have. We'll see more around us. We'll communicate more with the spirit world. Number four, happy worlds. We're good outweighs evil. Again, on happy worlds, we still retain our human form, though the senses are more acute. Now, before, before I leave the regenerative world, I just remember something. Now, in, in John's The Revelation, we talks about the apocalypse and and dividing dividing the the human race into two well that is really what's happening as we go from one level of planet to the next planet so that is happening now but we don't see it because the people who are not ready to be in a regenerative world which we are going to pretty soon and we're starting and there's you know it's not like a stamp of your fingers and you're on the superior planet it's gradual but those people are not ready, they will be sent to other places, just as was in the book of Revelations. You won't see it. It will happen naturally. When they die, uh, when our, they go back to the spirit realm, and they said, okay, well, yeah, you're not staying here. You're going to this planet. You're going to this more primitive planet. And guess what? There's no such thing as sewage or air conditioning. You're going to live a more primitive existence. I hope you learn this time, right? This is what's going to happen. They won't just disappear from the earth all of a sudden one day. No, it's happening slowly over time. And uh, it will keep happening. And eventually the earth will not have any of these ignorant spirits around us giving us bad inspirations. Okay, so what's happened? Now, the regenerative world, I think, will last, will last I think, uh, 7,000 years. Or 9,000 years, I forget. And we will be in that phase for around that many, many thousands of years. And then we will start the transition to a happy world. Now, what's a happy world? It's where good outweighs evils. We still retain our human form, although the senses are more acute. The body changes, as described in the gospel according to spiritism. The specific lightness of the body enables rapid and easy locomotion. We are less dense. Instead of dragging itself laboriously over the ground, it glides, so to speak, over the surface or cells through the air with no other effort than that of the will in the way in which angels are portrayed. With the improvement in our bodies, the years of infancy and adolescence are shorter, while the average lifespan is much longer than Earth today. And some people say 500 years, some people say 1,000 years. And you don't really start growing old till just before your end time, and you're, you're aware of your, of your uh, coming end time. Politically on such worlds, relationships between nations are always friendly, and are never disturbed by the ambition of dominating their neighbor or by war, which is its consequence. There are no masters, slaves, or privileges of birth. 
only moral and intellectual ascendancy, establish a difference of conditions, and confer supremacy. The meritocracy. Authority <clears throat> is always respected, for it is conferred only on those who have merit, and it is always exercised with justice. So hence, hatred, jealousies, and selfishness are not present. All fill a sense of fraternity and love, where the strong assist the weak. Possessions are in keeping with a person's intelligence, and no one lacks their basic needs for a living. From here, the next transition is to a purified spirit who lives on a heavenly world. And on a heavenly world is where good reigns completely. All the inhabitants are purified spirits. There are no evil. So that is the different levels of planets. I have, I have actually separate uh, YouTube video on that, but I thought that might be uh, interesting to people to go over again in our Q and A. Again, if you have any questions, please write them down in the comment section, and I'll be happy to answer them. <clears throat> okay. Now, are there other types of planets? Yes. And I'm sure there's more planets that we've been told by spirits, but there's like planets that are just mainly like huge office, uh, you know, planets for spirits that will do work, probably work on, on the future, work on other planets, work on guiding races and so forth. There's hospital planets where spirits go to, to rest and relax because quite frankly, quite frankly, excuse me, there are, when a spirit comes down to earth, a spirit who's been in heaven, it's it's a, not an easy transition to come here. There's so much negativity. There's bad thoughts. Uh, when they go back up, they, they have little rest areas, sanitariums that you get water therapy, music therapy, and they help you recover from that. There's also planets where they're almost like prison planets where souls who have just been rebellious and will not change. They're sent to a while for them to... Try to learn to become a better person. And there's there's others that we do not know. So, um, how long does the level of planet last? Well, Chico said, Chico C. Xavier, who uh, wrote a lot of great books. That I would recommend people to read No Solar. Um, and it's a whole series by the, by the spirit Andre Louise. Chico said Earth shall be a planet of regeneration for 7,000 years. So if we start uh, in the year 2050, let's say, make it easier for us, in the year 9,050, we will then go to the next transition. Now, what does that tell us? That these things are all planned out. When, when, when people try and scare you that, oh, the Earth, the Earth is going to die in five years, the poles are going to melt, in you know next month it's it, it, the spirit world knows what they're doing they know what our technology what harm it will do and they will only allow that to go to a certain level they understand exactly what's happening if you know if there's a disease out there no not everyone is going to die that, that's not in their plan their plan is to is to help as many spirits as possible become better people and so those things are going to be regulated and they're not going to be allowed to happen so do not do not uh, follow these people with their pseudo sciences yes we do want to not pollute we do want to take care of the earth we do want to uh, be as clean as possible absolutely but 
you know, do we destroy livelihoods? Do we, you know, do we just put fear in people all the time? Do we turn our back on, on, on uh, solutions that make sense? It's because someone feels that's bad. No. And so therefore, uh, think about that. The spirit world, the spirit world has this campus called earth in full control. And what these other people do who say these things, mostly so they can, they can emotionally blackmail you and make money at the same time, resist them. You know, when I was growing up years and years ago, we were going to, we were going to be an ice planet. Then now we're going to be hotter. I mean, everyone has some reason. The earth has gone through transitions before. We're, we're still here. So don't necessarily, uh, kowtow to these fear mongers you know do the right thing so again so what we've been told is the earth is like in the beginning phase of becoming a planet of regeneration and in the year 2057 there will be more good people people who believe or honorable just charitable fraternal then there are people who are not and that's really one the, the phase starts. Now, where we are now is around probably a little bit higher than 30%. Maybe higher than that, I'm not quite sure. So that is why I believe something dramatic will happen within the next 10 years. Now, I do know that Chico said that in uh, that after the year 2019, he gave us 50 years not to have uh, in his prophecy not to have nuclear war from when man went on the moon in two th uh, 1969 and went to July 2019 that if we made that without a nuclear war we would have a huge rise in science aliens would uh, be exposed to the public I think a lot of governments know them already but aliens would come and help us uh, with new uh, technology uh, and we there would we would have a, a period of renaissance which would be amazing so those things and that's why i think something dramatic must happen because you can't grow that many people can be converted just as like our normal path of our um comp of our just you know constant propaganda of materialism that is going to have to change how that's going to change i don't know that's why you know i pray i hope all of us kind of be a beacon of light to other people to say, no, we don't need the latest tennis shoes. We're not going to fight other people for that deal on that TV. Uh, you know, we know how to learn to live within our means and do our job and not, not, you know, not depend on each other monetarily unless we have to and, and help other people. And so those, you know, those things we just need to keep doing. Okay. So if anyone has um, any questions, I will take them. If not, I will carry on. Let me go through the next level of questions. How many questions today? But it is, it is a slow week. I have some more here. Let me go through it. Okay. Here is the next question again. So just feel free to write a comment. I will, um, I will stop and answer your question. But these I'll go through from people who've had questions before. 
Ah. Here's a question a lot of people ask. Do we have a spirit spouse and kids before reincarnated here on planet Earth? If yet, should we offer them offerings and also to our spirit guards? Our probably guardians, probably the, uh, they meant. So, there is no... Uh, there are spirits, there are soulmates, there are spirits living together, uh, male and female spirits, although a spirit can be anyone they want. It's, it's more of an active or passive uh, type uh, point of view t towards life and uh, but there are just really good friends there's good comrades there are like married couples and you don't have kids per se in the spirit world because you are immortal you live forever but you have children that you have been parents before in the physical world and family groups tend to reincarnate together not always there are exceptions like and there are families that will offer and volunteer to take like a primitive spirit and try and teach them to be a better person by raising them. That's why a lot of times you'll see a family, let's say three or four kids, but that one child is like the black sheep in the family. Well, that's probably because that the, they volunteered to take a primitive spirit into their home. So again, so you'll have, so you'll, you'll probably in life after life, not always things will change. And sometimes purposely that you're said, no, we're not going to let you be with your, uh, your significant, you know, with your soulmate. You, you need to learn to be on your own in this life. You've depended on someone else too much. And sometimes, sometimes you ask as a hard trial to be into a, a totally new family. That is a huge uh, challenge for you. So uh, you don't, I would say, when you say offerings, when you say offerings, I would say you give them prayers. You don't need to give them offerings like they do in some of these shrines. That that really it that means nothing to any higher spirit. But you should offer them prayers and thanks. And, and again, to your spirit uh, guardians, your spirit mentors. Yes, you should you should uh, um, offer them. Um, I should say, pray to them, thank them, and ask for inspiration. I think that all that is uh, is a great idea. Okay, let's answer this question. Oop, there we go. Okay, the beings that will incarnate after 2057, will they be ourselves or the more progressive mind? The answer is yes. Um, they, will, they will be, it's, and again, just to clarify, and I know this is probably what you meant, but it's hard to write these small comments in your questions and these things, is they will be us as we have uh, matured and we will have a more progressive, more civilized behavior. We will have taken out our primitive emotions, become better people. So when we are born, we will still be born into families. We'll be taught, you know, and then when you're about 15 to 20, your true character comes out, your instinct and your conscience, and that true character will will have the instinct of being a more progressive mind, a more a more gentle, kind, uh, you know, fraternal, charitable, honest person, and that will be your instinct. And it, and so, yes, you can still make mistakes along the way. You may still have things to learn, but it will be a lot less, and it will be a lot uh, less dramatic. So, these as and so we will be part of that those of us here on earth who still remain deep in materialism 
we're attached to our possessions more than anything else to the detriment of our family and and to those around us who we may not hesitate to defraud in order to make more money um i know i've been there in past lives i've been told i've been there uh so therefore um they will not be allowed to reincarnate on earth after that date i believe i, I mean, there may be some that are on the boundary right because there's spirit world there's always exceptions to everything i say because you know everything i read in the spirit world there's always it, everything is personalized there's not one size fix all uh fits all it's not like our bureaucracy here on earth where you know you, you know if you you have to fit in a certain slot or if you haven't done something well no okay no you can't do that no it's everyone is uh analyzed on their own what will help them what will hinder them and they will be offered uh, assistance i hope that helps answers that question okay um let's bring up another question if we don't have one that's written if our zodiac sign is a water element does that mean we're from marine kingdom or do we align with the water goddesses so astrology it's interesting because spiritism says that planets do indeed affect us so as the earth moves and we go in different boundaries of mars and jupiter and saturn and mercury and venus and other constellations our proximity does have influence on us but it's so subtle that you can't really explain that by astrology in my opinion my opinion only is that a really good astro astrologist is also a medium and they can th think of these things and you know look at these charts but then their in intuition and their inspiration will come and they will be able to give you some details that are just amazing i knew a friend of mine who uh he's from india and of course when you're born in india i i guess for for his his family i'm not sure how wide that is uh, uh detailed charts made and this detailed chart said oh he's gonna break a leg or an arm i forgot which at this age he even said what arm it was and it happened right and even it even said when he would die now his wife won't let him read that part but it was extremely uh correct he said so far his his wife won't let him read it his his mother gave it to his wife when they got married so i you know so i don't think that these are things that you can do with charts because spirit world says yeah they they do affect but they're so subtle and they affect different people different ways and there's some generality to it too uh so there is truth to astrology but i believe that the the astrologers that are like right on um have an inspiration because you know the other part is that you know there's this famous uh case that people use in uh college you know, they're always testing college students for everything and the professor said okay i'm going to give you each of your astrological charts and they, and they they each read them right and they, and they go wow that's like that's me that's me that's exactly what's happened to me and they go okay now pass them to the guy behind you 
and it was the same thing for everybody. It was just written so that you would think it was it was personalized. So there's a lot of gray area there, but I believe again, I'll just repeat again. I think some of these people really have a connection to the spirit world, and they can connect uh, inspirationally with spirits that will know a person's future, and they're used for that for uh, their own reasons. So. Um, and to answer the second part of the question is, no, it doesn't mean you have to align with the water goddess or the marine kingdom. I think that is, um, I don't think that has anything to do with anything. Uh, it, uh, you know, uh, do I know that for sure? No. So you do what you think is best. I'm not going to say yes or no, but uh, that's just my opinion. Okay. Numbers, uh, next one. I have one extremely important question about Jesus. In the book of Hebrews, it says there's no forgiveness of sins without the shedding of blood. How does this tie to the Spiritist doctrine? Well, I think it's, it's, it's how you read that, um, shedding of blood. Because there's, we're in a world of atonement, and this is what uh, Jesus said, that you know, we have to get forgiveness of sins. We, and mainly we have to forgive ourselves, and only after we forgive ourselves can... God in the spirit world forgive us, right? Because that's how we feel. And when they said shedding the blood, I really believe that means is this is another allusion to multiple lives and that there's no forgiveness of sins without a lot of hassle, a lot of work, a lot of sweat, blood, and tears. And therefore, everything you did will come back to you. There's For every action, there's a reaction. Karma is real. Let me bring this up. Uh, this chart up I made because I believe it shows the process. Let me hide this. So, and again, this goes exactly what that uh, passage in Hebrews is. So in your previous life, as you were going through your previous life, everything is recorded. Everything, every detail, every memory, the memories of your friends around you. In your current life, the results from your previous life determine the trials and and tribulations of your life now everything you're going through when someone steals your car when someone defrauds you of a thousand dollars of because you thought you you know had a good contractor doing something you didn't well you did something like that to somebody else so you have to look at that all these stimuli coming in right that's why we're on earth we're on earth in these dense physical bodies so we're just going to be bombarded with these stimuli to to reform our character and our personality. The spirit world says pain is the great teacher. Now, what you're doing on this life is going to determine your next life. That's why if people say, oh, I, I can't tell you how many people say, oh, I don't want to be reincarnated again. This is, this is horrible. And I say, well, I don't think you have much choice. Well, you have a choice. You can be in the spirit world for as long as you want. But eventually, you will want to go and incarnate on some planet again because that is how you progress. You have to really reform your character and your personality. And the best way to do that is to be locked into these dense physical bodies, not be, not be in any parts of heaven where you feel good, you're working with great people, because that doesn't give you the tough stimuli to make basic changes to your character. So if you want to have as good as life as possible in your next life, be as good as you can this life. And then your next life will then just give you more, maybe, maybe uh, 
forms of experiences. Maybe they won't have the hard trials and tribulations. In fact, there are there are people who have volunteered to come to Earth from advanced planets, planets of regeneration and happy worlds, who do not need to atone for anything. They've done that. And therefore, they they would say you can see these people because they don't really have any uh, big dramatic events in their life. They go through life, you know, they may have flus and colds, but they don't have cancer. They don't have like a disastrous traffic accident, those things. No, they don't have that. They don't get cheated out of thousands of dollars. No, it doesn't happen. These people are here as beacons of light to help us. Okay, next question is, did Chico ever specify which aliens would be visiting us, Greys or Nordics? Well, Chico is Brazilian, and I never heard him use those terms. But what he did say is the short aliens, about one meter height, are the nicer ones, and the ones that are uh, like two meters are the really tall ones. Uh are a little bit meaner, right? You've got to, you got to watch those guys because they'll get what they want from you. So when aliens come, it's not like they're these, these benign, blessed people. They're not going to take us over. They're not going to enslave humanity because Jesus is not going to let them. Uh, there's a story when G, uh, Chico was driving along this deserted road in Brazil. Uh, he was, was this another guy. And this other guy told us the story. Now, I, I don't know how true this is, but... Uh, this guy's pretty reliable from what I've seen. Um, this alien saucer came down, and so Chico stopped the car, and he saw that they were like taking up a cow or something like that for uh, I think genetic testing. And Chico said, and then the alien, uh, the ship started coming to the car. So Chico stopped the car, got out of the car, and started praying really hard. And the aliens came down to him, and then Chico's spirit mentor, who is Emmanuel, who since since then has been reincarnated, will be doing something great for Brazil, I believe. Emmanuel came down and told the aliens, no, you're not doing that. Like, okay. The aliens know about spirit world. They've been through these advanced civilizations. They understand. They understand who they are, where they're going. They understand that there are, are temporary physical beings that will go back to the spirit world too. Jesus Christ is the one that said, yes, you can come to earth. You know, we think that, you know, here are these theories that they made a deal with governments to pick up people every so often and all that type of stuff. And that could be true, but the, no deal was made at all without the intervention of the spirit mentors as Jesus Christ is leader of our planet around the earth. So I, and I'm not, so I, I, and I know people have put them, and I think there's more than just the short guys and the tall guys, uh, but I don't know. I mean, I think it will be revealed. I think it will be revealed, maybe not in my lifetime, but anyone in their 30s and 40s, I think it, it, it will be revealed. I think it shall come. It could come anytime. And uh, it shall be interesting. I hope that helps. I wasn't able to answer you directly, but I just, you know, I try to give you 
what I've heard. I also know that uh, Waldo Vieira, who worked with Chico, you know, for a while, he had been talking to aliens, and I know aliens are interested in the Earth. They're interested in helping helping the Earth. I do know that uh, Chico was taken to um, like a tour of the solar system, and he saw that the aliens had a base in one of the moons of, I believe, Jupiter, and that they were here to. Um, now this was interesting, and this is what I don't quite understand. And I like to. I would like to ask that in some mediums meeting, but I haven't had the uh, um, the ability to do that yet. Is they said, well, that's a base. That's you know to stop anyone, any other aliens coming and bothering us. So, to me, that means that there could be aliens out there who do not mean us well. But it also means is that why did the civilization allowed to? rise because i know our civilization on earth has been technically advanced but it's been brought down like more than like four times at least Al, uh atlantis lemuria are two and then i've been re read from spirits that there's been more than that but they, they don't say what it is so what how did these technologically advanced races get there and still have It'd be threatening. Someone made a mistake. Well, they're not supposed to be mistakes. Or is that part of the plan to have that even in advanced civilizations? I don't know. Um, so, I, you know, my, my, and I, I wrote about this in my book, The Thousand Year March. And so, if we do ever encounter aliens, I would say that what we should do is we should have a group of mediums who talk to the spirit world and in each country and then they should probably go and have a, a higher group of advanced mediums because the most advanced mediums are in brazil at this time to make sure what they talk is the same and ask the spirit world how whenever there's any type of deal or communication is to check on that and make sure that what we are doing makes sense and that we don't do anything that is wrong therefore in my book, I said we should have in the United States, for instance, a group of mediums who will talk to the spirit world, say, yeah, okay, this is what this group offered us, what should we do, and then see what the answers are, and then review those answers with another group of mediums just to make sure that somehow we're not fooled because we're all humans. And I know that spiritist centers and groups of mediums can be collectively thrown off track. I've seen it. And so, yeah, I wouldn't just uh, wouldn't just trust one group. So, um, I know what I'm saying. It sounds like science fiction, doesn't it? And you know, if anybody that thinks that you know, here's what I said, goes, "You're crazy." And and you know, 20 years ago, I'd say, "Yeah, you know, I would say the same thing." But given what I've learned and what I've experienced and prophecies that's happened to me with complete specificity, I mean, these these aren't like, "Oh, you're gonna." You know, you're going to meet a stranger or something like that. Be happy. or No, no. These are like things that happen with, in detail. And that's how I first found, uh, tried to discover, okay, if someone could forecast my future with, with this completeness, what does that mean? And this is like my whole approach in, into my writings, for most of my writings, is, okay, if that can happen, 
there's got to be some superior thing out there because you know before i believed in god but i believed like oh, we're on earth this planet far away from everything no one cares about us of course now i've that's you know i've had to turn that around 180 degrees we are on this planet we are surrounded by by spirits who try and help us we are loved we are guided in order to become better spirits so but i'm always questioning myself and I, but but to get back is if there's there's got to be superior organization and and i know that you know many wonderful christians they they talk as if god and jesus like decide everything every little oh someone's going to sneeze okay yeah yeah this house is going to burn down okay yep we'll let the house burn down it's much it's it's more it's more uh complex than that but it's also more familiar than that there's organizations jesus christ is the leader the ceo of the planet he has ministers his ministers are given directives okay like no rome has gone on the wrong track we're gonna to have to destroy and, and get people back to the land and teach them spirituality and it's okay now start planning how that's going to happen right and he'll and he'll make suggestions and everything and he'll review and analyze it but it's not like with a you know it's not like there's this being now maybe god can do that but god gives higher and higher spirits and we don't know how that i've not had any idea that somehow they communicate and he, he what they said is god gives broad directives the broad directives are interpreted by higher spirits higher spirits like jesus then will give that to his ministers who will then give it to their groups and again they won't be complete detailed plans like you're just an automaton doing stuff no you get to have your own creativity in within those boundaries of how to solve the problem or how to accomplish a task and that's why there's a great diversif diversification in the universe and on earth because people are given the freedom to say okay yeah we want to uh, have the evolution of of the species and it maybe turn into a tiger or a cougar or whatever and you know the spots on it or not spots will be um up to the the lower level people so you have things to do there are things that can be done and that is you know it's it's kind of like it, it's mundane but and it's familiar and and you know and spirits have said the earth is a poor reflection of the heavens around the earth so the spirals has cities they have water they have people in charge of water supply they have people in charge of food supply they have people in charge of of transportation of making outposts they have groups of spirits that will create buildings and all that with their minds we have that at cities here too we have cities with zoning we have regulations we we have theaters people you know all that now it all happens in a little bit different aspect right here on earth we have to use our hands and our, first in our mind we conceptualize it but then we have to physically do something in the spirit world they conceptualize it they get together uh not, not all the time right just because you can build your own mansion or whatever but they can simply they get together and they create a plan and they work with each other to to create like a, a an edifice or music or or inspire groups of people and to to uh, guide whole civilizations to where they want them to go
So in, in one sense, um, it explains the fuzziness of what other religions have, where it says, you know, you, you die and you go to this place where you're, it's cloud, it's, you're in the clouds and you play your harp and you have wings. No, you're, you're still who you are. You're still learning. You're still going to some type of college. You still have things to do. You can be idle if you want. You don't have to reincarnate. You don't have to ascend spiritually. But if you want to ascend spiritually, you have to work, take out your primitive emotions, and learn how the spirit world works. Okay. Well, if there's no more questions, I will end it there. Uh, again, I hope everyone had a wonderful uh, Christmas. And um, I hope everyone has a, a safe new year. And just for people who are interested, uh, I would recommend and to really understand kind of to get your head around who you are, what kind of environment you're in. Read my book, The Spirit Realm. Spiritism has revealed the reality of our existence. I talk about the spirit realm, the subset of the spirit realm, which is the physical realm with many dimensions in it. Who you are, you're an immortal, you're a, you go on and on. And, uh, you know, it's just uh, amazing. Oh, here's another question before I, I get off. We understand that the CEO of Earth is on a rotational schedule with relief about every 3,000 years, and that CEO has an organization of sublords. Now, that I do not know. That I have not heard. That may, um, but that's interesting. Now, what I've heard is that Jesus has been with us since the beginning for billions of years. Uh, but there is an organization of sublords, there is an organization of higher spirits, and they review planets, they review what they are. And in my first from spiritism, that Jesus is in charge of five planets at planets of different levels. But I mean, some of these things you that you know may be true uh for not Earth, or maybe, you know, maybe it's something that I didn't uh, have not read yet, but uh that's what I understand. But it, it would make sense that there are rotational schedules. And, and, you know, there are high, high spirit lords that will be assigned to different planets and be assigned to planets in different, in different um, steps of, of uh, achievement of different levels. Okay. Uh, I want to thank everyone for being with us. God bless everyone. God bless.